Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's the Roy Nat and Freddie Mac Show replay. Right, here we go. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Hopefully it's going to be clearing up the weather. That's what I'm hoping for anyway. I'm going to be at um, the Cincinnati Magazine Pride kickoff to the Pride festivities. Where, uh, and so it's going to be a lot of fun. And I, I don't want there to be any rain on my parade. <laughs> but oops. Right. Uh, but also tomorrow, it's going to be really nice tomorrow. I think in the 80s. Okay. Uh, sticky is what they're calling it. Like sticky? That, that kind of hot. Yeah. Is it really? Because you already know I'm self-conscious about my outfit that I'm wearing tomorrow. Yeah, Roy's worried about wearing uh, gray. It's a gray Q102 uh, LGBTQ plus shirt. And I feel like it's going to show sweat. Wear a cape. A cape? Yeah, we'll put a black cape then on. Then I'm just a sweaty, overweight guy with a cape on. No, but it's covering your back. And then people won't see your sweaty back. I'm so stressed. <laughs> I should have wore what I'm wearing today, which is black tomorrow. Uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. now I can't wear this t- tomorrow because everybody knows I-, I would wear it twice in a row. Well, for- everybody will find out that you, Roy Brown, have mm-hmm. a washing machine. There you go. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. How would they know? It's just like a fashion faux pas aware that, you know. You're absolutely right. There yeah. was a, Natalie asked me to send her pictures for something. It was I sent her two pictures to post for something. And uh, I was wearing two the same shirt in both pictures from right. totally different, like a week apart. And yeah. I was like, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Yeah, too much of that shirt on my, on my feed. I can't. I don't want to be seen that way. Yeah, so you're right. I get it. So next best option, cape. Or Put a cape on your back like Batman. Or just embrace it, you know? Just be the sweaty mess that I am. People might think, you know, it's fashion. It's your shirt. Your shirt's designed that way. Well, you know, we are going to talk about something <laughs> called the wrong shoe theory as a latest fashion trend oh, later boy. in today's show. So <laughs> there might be something to it. Maybe. Um, but yeah, you come out and kick off Pride Weekend with me and Cincinnati Magazine. Uh, at Court Street Plaza in downtown 5 to 8. And AJR is going to be here in Cincinnati over in Newport. Look at that. AJR Week, Roy, Nat, and Freddie Mac show. The afternoon pick me up. AJR, they're going to be at uh, Mega Court Pavilion tonight. But we decided to play them. Uh, it's the afternoon pick me up. We're going to be welcoming Philip Chad, the man with two names. Yeah, I'm back. You're back. He's back. <laughs> what are you doing this weekend, my friend? I'm, of course, now going to the Reds game, and yes. then I have, like, a, I believe, a Survivor-themed, like, party tomorrow. Oh! Survivor, like, the TV show? Yes, like, we'll be doing just a lot of drinking and a lot of games. So who's going to be eliminated? Uh, hopefully not me, um, <laughs> but I have a strong feeling I will be out very soon. <laughs> yeah, well, stay hydrated. That's my advice. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, drink a beer, then some water. Yeah, 100%. Good for you, man. It's interesting. You know, uh, Philip, I have a friend named Rob, and he is just known for throwing themed parties. I went to his, and he's dedicated and going over and beyond. So they must be good, yeah. He had an apartment 
you know, you rent an apartment. Uh, an apartment? <laughs> yeah. He had a paint throw, like a paint party. And yeah. I'm not mean like you sip one and you're painting on a canvas. No, 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 no. You go there and everyone's throwing paint on each other with uh, dance music and strobe lights and lights. Are you serious? I am. In an apartment. In an apartment. He took trash bags. It looks like he was going to commit a murder. He took trash bags and from the ceiling to the floor, everything was covered in trash bags and everybody was just throwing paint on each other. You know what? He by that by the time he threw that party, he was committed to not getting his security deposit back. Right? That's what it sounds like. <laughs> There's no way the trash bag is going to catch everything. Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> it sounds fun though. Hey, got an ice luge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he really went over and beyond. Oh, I love that. Uh, well, I, I think it's so cool, Philip, that you're going to have a themed party, and I love to see photos of it, and I hope you have a good time. Yeah, and, man. And enjoy yourself at the Braves versus the Reds. The Reds are on a roll right now. Yeah. Uh, First pitch, 640. And then there's a post-game concert to Quinn 92. Still some tickets left. Reds.com slash concerts. Uh, congratulations, Philip Chad, the man with two names. Yes. Yes, thank you. We appreciate you listening, my man. You know, both the Braves, they're red hot as well. Yeah, they are. Uh, so this is really, really uh, exciting to see the two go out. It brings, be- it brings my heart joy to hear you say that, Roy. That of that I'm to say anything correct when related to sports news. <laughs> yeah, listen, I do research. <laughs> you know, here's some rare baseball history. Uh oh. Okay, uh, the me. Reds and Braves. Okay, uh, having won eleven and eight straight games. So Braves eight, we've yeah. done eleven, and it's the seventh time in Major League Baseball history that the two teams will open a series both entering on an eight plus game win streak. You did your homework. Baseball facts. Of course. I've got to learn about my Cincinnati Reds and how great they are right now. I am proud of you, Roy. Yeah, man. Congratulations. Come on. Give it up for Roy. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I know some of the stuff you that know, I talk about. Yeah, but, yeah. I'm not going to ask you any players' names or anything. It's okay. Freddie Mac, do you ever pretend to not know how to do something just to get out of doing it? Could be in your personal life. Could be here <laughs> at work. Yeah. I've done it. Uh, I did it a lot growing up. Mm-hmm. Just pretend like uh, it was, it, you know what? I, I still do it with dishes. <laughs> I'm a soaker. I'm a soaker. Yeah, well, pre- then that's so, when you say you're a soaker, you mean I'm lazy. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, but I pretend like I don't know how to clean like the cast iron skillet because there's oh, a way yeah. to do it apparently. And mm-hmm. I've never done it right. I mean, there was many times growing up, too. My mom caught that cast iron, and I put it in the dishwasher with the rest of the dirty oh, dishes. Oh, wow. And she almost ripped my head off. Yeah. You're going to mess up my cast iron skillet. I was like, oh, uh, I don't know how to wash it. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. So I would say the most that I, like, I truly don't know how to iron clothes. Oh, dude. I truly don't know how. Yeah. I'm also not making moves to figure it out. So you're refusing. And I'm also afraid of it. Afraid? Yeah, I don't want to get burnt. And I also don't <laughs> want to catch the clothes on fire. So there's a lot of incompetence Sure. Yeah. when it comes to it. <laughs> no, no, okay, a little judgment. I was going to say no judgment. A little a bit. A little bit. Uh, we saw this on BuzzFeed of people uh, revealing what they pretend they don't know how to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just led to a bunch of people discussing the massive amount of incompetence. This one says, I asked my ex to clean the TV stand and TV, like, dust. 
showed him what to use. I look over, and he's using the wrong thing on the TV screen, which could do damage. I say something. He says, well, if I can't do it your way, I guess I just won't do it anymore. <laughs> That's yeah. an easy way to get. I think all people would do this. It's not just guys. Like, I think ladies ladies get tricky, too. Well, a lady admits that she uh, she says that my boyfriend asks me to break down box, and I still can't figure it out. Do you know how to break down a box? I do. Yeah. Okay. I mean, because I worked in food service a little bit. I may not know how to do it fast and efficiently like other people, but I mean, at the end of the day, I'll rip it up and we'll break it down. You'll figure it out. We'll break it down. (laughs) Yeah. Like it. I often pretend I like I don't I haven't seen people's messages. What if that falls in like the same category? I don't know how to text. Oh, (laughs) do you know what? Um. And again, I don't feel like this is me pretending not to know how. I'm also just not taking steps to figure it out. Sure. But my fiance, uh, Sterling, was just getting on me over this. Microsoft Outlook. Okay, yeah. He can't stand the fact that I don't put all the things in my email calendar and that I have a paper calendar in my office. Oh. And he and like certain things to do in Outlook, I don't know how to do. He like his mind cannot wrap. He goes, "You're a, the biggest radio station in Cincinnati, mm-hmm. and you can't figure out how to operate an email service. You can bring music to people's cars, <laughs> but you can't figure out your email." And would you do shift blame? Well, technically, it's the engineers that hook up the antennas. <laughs> I say it just doesn't work right. You know, I don't know how to do the email. It doesn't do the way I want it. Gmail. I love Gmail. Somehow I, f- I figured out Gmail. Yeah. Out- Microsoft Out- Outlook. It, not. It's not the same. <laughs> just takes practice. Yeah. <laughs> but you uh, don't want to practice? This one says, I don't want to practice. Uh-uh. This one says my ex tried to tell me he didn't know how to use bleach in the washing machine. I'm like, you have to put it in the hole next to the detergent that says bleach. He's a software architect that makes six figures, and he still can't figure it out. <laughs> That's great. It's that so funny. And by the way, I'm noticing a trend here. Here's another one. I asked my ex. I'm seeing a trend of ex. Mm, I asked my ex yeah, if he'd boil some water in the kettle for me. He asked, how do I do that? To be clear, this was his house, his stove, and his kettle. <laughs> You bought the damn thing. You don't know how to use it? <laughs> well, that's like me. I bought a coffee pot just in case anybody I invited over wanted coffee. <laughs> At the time, I didn't drink coffee when I bought it. I didn't know how to operate it. Yeah, if somebody comes over, you th- they drink coffee. Yeah. You're assuming they know how to work it. Yeah, if you want, it's cure. It can't be that hard. I'll figure it out. <laughs> I've seen the commercials. You put the little thing in. You clap yeah. that. You you click that button. And then the coffee comes out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. This is what's popping. With Roy, Ned, and Freddie Mac on Q102. I think it's uh, usually really hilarious when artists, singers forget their own lyrics. Sure. And Adele's probably the funniest. She's, uh, of course, doing her Vegas residency at Caesars Palace. Completely forgot the uh, lyrics to her song, I Drink Wine. (laughs) Is this one of your favorite songs, Roy? Because I do love wine. I don't know if I've ever heard of this. <laughs> this is like a, it's like an album cut. It wasn't like a radio hit. Okay, but um, yeah, she was singing and completely just went brain fart. <laughs> Can't even really hear hardly what she's saying, but we bleeped it because she said a little something, yeah. and that's how she just raw and real at her shows. Um, our boss went and saw her at that Vegas residency recently. I saw her whatever the last tour was. 
She's awesome. Yeah, I always like in person. I'm always so like interested when they don't know their songs and they sing their songs over and over so and much. over. Yeah. Or like, you know, a massive hit song and uh they have to like go pull the lyric sheet. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen that before. Yeah. And I'm like, you don't know your own lyrics of that song? I play drums at church sometimes mm-hmm. too, and I often forget songs that I've played a hundred times. I forget like the drum beat to some of them. Wow. So what you do is you just I mean, I can't stop and cuss like like Adele did, but you just play wrong. You just play and your and your band just goes with it? You got to. Confidently. You just play wrong. Wow. If you play it confidently, it doesn't come off as like, oh, you don't have that old crap look on your face. And it's fine. I wanna go to your church. I wanna go to your church and watch you perform. Okay, come on over. I think it'd be interesting. Yeah. Uh, other things that are going on, Apple is going to be releasing a biopic on the Beanie Babies, starring okay. Elizabeth Banks, Zach Galifianakis. Uh, Zach Galifianakis p- portrays Ty Warner, a toy salesman who creates the Beanie Babies. <laughs> oh, this is going to be great. And it's going to go over their rise and fall. It's going to be called The Beanie Bubble, and it debuts July 28th. Next month. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm uh, oh, looking forward filmed. to this. It Let's is do filmed. It. Yeah. I love Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a voiceover type of live action. No. Type of uh, no, this is going to be he's going to be a re- <laughs> even better. Yeah. I love that. Uh in that same vein, Furby is making a comeback. Um for its 25th anniversary. Hasbro bringing back that crazy toy craze from the 90s. Mhm. $70 toy uh, is going to also be available um, starting July 5th. Um, and it's been gone for, it's hard to believe, 10 years. But more than 40 million Furby to- toys were sold uh, in the three years after it was released in 98. So, I mean, everybody was like, you got to keep the tags on them. It was like, mm, you know, just I the same with that. the Beanie Babies. Yeah. Same yeah. thing, man. It's pretty cool. And I remember them coming back for a brief period and everybody yeah. was an all-in. Mm-hmm. And selling on eBay could, like, make you rich. Right. If you had the right ones. Furby and, and especially Beanie Babies. So TikTokers are pouring beer on their skin and the latest TikTok challenge to help tan faster. Come on, man. So. Is it worth the smell? Oh, that's a good point. I mean, the smell of beer is pretty pungent. Yeah, and the sticky. And listen, I love a good, nice cold beer. Uh, hot summer day, right? But on the some, inside, not not on the yeah, outside. Yeah, right. I mean, some people are claiming it's the best tan ever. It's a cheap way to tan faster. Uh, some people even use the beer w- with their sunscreen. Yuck! But my thing is, just like what you said, you'll be sticky. You'll smell like a dive bar. Yeah, and if you're mixing it in with your uh, with your sunscreen, <laughs> oh my gosh, you stink! I don't want to hang anywhere near you. And there's really no science into saying it that uh, it works. <laughs> In fact, there's science saying, hey, if you don't use SPF sunscreen, you're going to get sunburn, heat stroke, sun poisoning. Like you. Right. This, all, is, this doesn't work. This doesn't stop all those things. Like sunscreen, we have, we have a system for this already. We don't, right. You don't have to reinvent the wheel with beer. Right. <laughs> we have sunscreen. It already exists. Do you know what I saw on TikTok? And uh, yeah, I think that it's just, I mean, here I am sitting there saying don't do what TikTok is saying here because it's wrong. And I'm now I'm about to tell you what I learned from TikTok. Yeah, what's that? And I don't know if this is true or not, but t- there was a TikTok video that said your dogs can see the sunscreen. 
So, like, you apply huh. sunscreen on, and to us, it kind of, like, blends in. Sure. But to them, it's like this dark thing that you put on your face. Oh, wow. That's what that's what TikTok's Because our, do- our dog's colorblind? Is that uh, true? Yes and no. They do see some color. Like, I know they could see some yellows. But, yeah, I mean, they don't see the color spectrum like we do. Sure. That would make a lot more sense then if they were completely colorblind and then that looked like a black right thing. substance we were putting on. Sure. They do see some colors. Huh. Um, but, yeah, I thought that was interesting that I, I learned from TikTok. There's also been, like, various hacks that I learned from TikTok. You know, like, when you uh, have the paper towel dispenser yes. and it has that thing that kind of pokes out that you rip the paper towel off of? Yeah, I saw Evidently this. on TikTok, you're just supposed to shove that that arm uh, onto something and that then dangles your paper towels. Right. If from that like makes a, any from, sense. From like a cabinet. Yeah. And I've been seeing this video, this same video, a lot recently. So if you haven't seen this yet, you, you're missing out. <laughs> it's, it's, it's everywhere. And I've seen that same thing. And I was like, oh, Is I was today years for? old. Yeah. I've seen different things where, you know, how to fold your um, your bags down for food and stuff mm-hmm. without using um, like a chip clip to save it from being spoiled. Oh, like I've certain ways that, yeah. to like fold the bags or boxes down to avoid. I'm like, because I never have a chip clip, an, an available one. I always <laughs> lose mine. Yeah. Always lose mine. Or I'm, it's, it's being used as a magnet to hold something up, like right. Cam's artwork on the fridge. So... Yeah, TikTok yeah. is full of uh, full of the internet just in general. Um, I was seeing something too that uh, uh, Gen Zers, like fifty percent of Gen Zers, use Instagram and TikTok as their search engine as opposed <laughs> to Google. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, hey, if you need a know how, you're going to immediately get the um, the information in yeah. a video to learn from. And it'll be like an entertaining way. Right. <laughs> Probably <laughs> funny. Guaranteed with some cool music. Well, maybe that's, you know what, now that you have a you have a point, I've seen like in comments, although I will say people are very purposefully misleading on TikTok. Oh, yeah. Have you seen sure. like when someone will post a movie, clip of a movie, and then everyone gives, because people are like, what's the title of the movie? Then everybody gives the wrong answer uh, on yeah. purpose because they think it's funny. Yeah. Can't yeah. tell you how many times I've Googled the centipede or whatever everybody keeps telling me to do. You're not supposed to Google it. Uh, yeah, you're not supposed to, no. Yeah. I've heard bad things. Scary things. Yeah, it's a scary uh, But yeah, people would do that just to troll other people. Yes. So the comments are hilarious, just in general. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you don't don't expect to find any answers there. You're driving home with Roy, Matt, and Freddie Mac on Q102. All right, some phrases that are automatic red flags. This was uh, posted on Reddit, and I thought it was pretty funny because it was an overwhelming amount of people agreeing on these few phrases so how about this one i'm brutally honest that's just who i am Nah, don't don't do that it's the same thing like it. it's the same thing when uh, people say eh, a lot of people don't like me because i'm blunt it's kind of in the same category of that because no you're just probably an a-hole, dude. That's what I was going to you say. You're just, you're just a mean person. <laughs> yeah. Don't, and you're unwilling to, definitely red flag, because you're unwilling to adjust your tone or how you're saying it to things to someone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you don't really care about their feelings. Because everybody receives things differently. So you have to, Absolutely. You have to consider that. Think about that. Uh, let's see here. This is who I am. Like, no, <laughs> dude. <laughs> you can be single and have no friends over there. Anyone who says sorry, not sorry, it's a red flag. 
Anyone who says, I'm a disruptor, is a red flag. Yeah, I don't want to be near you. Anyone who changes their uh, Instagram name or uses namaste <laughs> or a grateful heart or the prayer emoji. In their Instagram name? Yeah, or like in their bios. Bio? Or maybe ha- hashtags. Oh, boy. Typically, those people are entitled aid holes according stay, to this. Stay away, yeah. Stay away. Huh. Anyone that you that uh <laughs> this is a, a funny sentence. Anyone who weaponizes their horoscope as an excuse. <laughs> Sorry, goes, it's because I'm a Scorpio. That goes without saying. <laughs> Virgos rule the world. Oh, you're a Gemini? Ugh. <laughs> you know. <laughs> no. But I feel like, you know, as much as I don't know, I, I don't know. I, I I used to not really care about the horoscope stuff until people started telling me my horoscope, and it's pretty on the money. I find it very interesting the the astrology stuff. Uh, I don't fully believe it, but I, right. I find it very intriguing because a lot of stuff can be right. That's true about Leos. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah that's about that's right. About right. Like I am stubborn. Anyone yeah. anyone who says I'm a nice guy, that's something I think I say. I think I if I think I don't ever remember saying I'm a nice guy, but if I would say I'm a nice guy. I definitely have said that. That's Oops. evidently a red flag to say that you're a nice guy. Anyone that says I'm an empath. Yeah. Most of okay. the time, real empaths don't go around advertising that they're empaths. I was going to say th- say the same thing for uh, I'm a nice guy. Right. You wouldn't let other people judge? Right. Okay. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, it makes you sense sound, to me, too. You sound full of yourself when you say it about yourself. So... Don't, don't don't say that. Anyone who says if you can't handle me at my worst, then you don't deserve me at my best. Oh gosh, <laughs> every <laughs> every meme ever. Yeah. AKA I'm entitled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or I'm a lot. Yes, yeah. a lot. Anyone who's got to be able to handle it. Anyone who says I don't have a filter. Again, we go back to you're just being uh, a hole. Hundred percent. So, this is pretty interesting. Those are the red flags. If you hear people say any of those phrases, they're not going to be the greatest people to be around. <laughs> Steer clear. Steer clear. <laughs> you know. So this is an interesting fashion trend that I'm starting to pick up. I was reading this in the Post, Freddie Mac. Yeah. Have you heard of the wrong shoe theory? The wrong shoe theory. Yeah. And uh, is that putting your left shoe on your right foot and vice versa? No. And what it's is- not putting two different types of shoes. Although I guess it. Mix match could be, but that's that's not this either. Uh, it is wearing a shoe that contrasts the outfit, so oh. so it makes you stick out a bit more, makes you look effortlessly cool. Okay, yeah. Um, but it's like like let's say you wear a floral shirt with chunky boots, you know, or like a chunky boots with a a flowy summer dress. The two just doesn't match. Yeah, by fashion, typical fashion standards, right? They don't match. Right. They don't uh, go together. Okay. Okay. A really designer shoe with pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> That's a sign of depression. <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> Get it together. <laughs> pajamas out in public, period. I don't, I don't know how I feel about it. A fashion stylist uh, says that this simple styling trick can m- help make your outfit look more visually appealing and unique. You already see celebrities do this, mm-hmm. uh, and it's now starting to make its way to the general public. 
That's pretty cool. So nothing in there about this whole dirty Air Force One thing, like this intentionally getting your white Air Force Ones dirty and that being a style. I think that's kind of part of this. Is it? I do. Still? I think this is kind of that as well. As a person who loves shoes, who puts his shoes back in the box after wearing them, and who cleans his shoes, like I, it's hard for me to, to get with that. Then you must hate my shoes because I don't know how to keep them white. Yeah, but you didn't. You also didn't intentionally get them dirty. That's true. Like that's kind of a thing where it's like you get them muddy on purpose, get them dirty. Or you can spend the four hundred bucks and they already come dirty. That's true too. There's brands that do that. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about it. I, I don't mean, know. It, it says that it makes you know when you wear the wrong shoes, it makes your you or your whole outfit look visually appealing. If you want to stand out, sure. I have noticed that there's some way that celebrities can look like they don't give two craps about their outfits. Sure. And that's cool. But when I do it, Roy's going downhill. You know what I mean? For sure. I remember when Kanye first started coming out with, like, the torn-up shirts, and they just look old and ripped up, and it was just kind of like, what is he doing? Now look at us. Mm. Two, three, four, five years later, he was ahead of the curve. And now it's now it's the thing. Takes a minute for for it to get to us, sure, us normal people, or us regular poor people. <laughs> uh, now, yeah, right. You know, hard seltzer, they're everywhere. I mean, I went into the party source over in Kentucky. Yeah, I mean, it's Love just it's just stacks upon stacks upon stacks of these seltzers out there. Some it's just it's too many. Like the market is so uh, what do you saturated. It's hard to even choose. Well, if you're tired of hard seltzers and hard lemonades, Arizona, the company known for their amazing iced teas, are bringing their boozy versions to the uh, United States. They've already been trialed out in Canada back in 2020, and they're finally here. You're going to get the same iconic Arizona iced tea taste with 5% alcohol in it. Okay. Well, they started in 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that really a good gauge? We were all drinking any and everything. And loved it all. <laughs> Nothing tasted bad. Uh, that is true. There was a I lot mean, of drinking in that. I'm not upset about it. I, I, I love uh, iced tea. I love iced tea. I love lemonade. I love them mixed together, separate. And you add a little bit of booze to it. Not upset. The boozy version is going to include their famous green tea, ginseng, and honey. Uh, iced tea with lemon and iced tea with peach. They're going to be in 22-ounce cans in select markets. They'll do a soft launch in Florida, make their way through the rest of the country. I will say, though, even though the original iced tea cans are 99 cents and they stick by that. Right, yeah. This is not going to be that. No, this is three forty nine a can. Three forty nine. Three forty nine a can. Sheesh. I guess you got to make you got to make money off the alcohol. It cost. I know. I'm. I get it. I'm so happy though that they're still sticking with the 99 cents price tag for the regular teas. Yeah. Don't you change. Know. Are they so? Are these going to be sold? Uh, whether or not they have announced it, I'm not sure. Are they sold separately, or you could you have to buy in a six pack or a twelve pack? Oh, I bet it's going to be both. I bet it's going to be just like when you go to a gas station. There's the individuals, or you can buy um, the the pack can. Yeah, I, okay. I, I think it's going to be both. Yeah. You got to. You might as well. You're going to do yeah. it. Do it, Arizona. Yeah. You know, we, um, uh, my my nieces and my sister and my brother-in-law, they're coming in for 4th of July. Okay. 
and I'm building a lemonade stand for them, it's going to be a big surprise. <laughs> it's going well. You know, yeah. I've uh, spray painted three of the pieces of wood that I need. And there's like like seven more I have to do, and I already need more uh, spray paint. But anyway, I'm in the process with it. Yeah. And we thought having a pitcher of regular tea, I mean, a regular lemonade, and then having a cooler of fun lemonades for, for the, the adults. adults. Dude, capitalize. Is that, I mean, I wouldn't charge them. You know, hey. You, you wouldn't want, charge the adults? No, no. You're just having fun. I mean, how many people you think is going to come in my neighborhood and participate in a lemonade stand? I, was gonna, I, was I don't thinking, know, but if they come and make them pay. <laughs> I'm not a convenience <laughs> store. <laughs> I mean, you're below market value. <laughs> you know, it's not the full $349. They would pay for a can of the good stuff. I don't know. You know, I had this debate with, uh, with my fiancé, Sterling, and, and he agreed with me, but there's somebody in my neighborhood who was doing a lemonade stand and they were wondering, you know, what's the cost to, you know, she's like, I, in order for me to uh, break even, I have to charge this much. I just don't think people are going to pay this much for lemonade. Sure, I'm yeah. like, stop, get your capitalism brain out of a children's lemonade stand. <laughs> Trying to get rich. It's supposed to be a loss. <laughs> it's not a business. You operate in the negatives here yes, with it's, this business model. You're doing it just for the kids to do something for an experience, or maybe you're doing yeah. it for... Uh, a donation for a cause. Sure. She's over there trying to, she's like, just to, just to break even, I have to charge this month much. I'm like, to break even? <laughs> to break even. To break even? You got to know that going in. Yeah. Maybe maybe eliminate stands aren't for you. My opinion, I know, yeah, I could be wrong, but it's just my opinion. No, I get it. I get it. It's not the time or the place for, for that. If you want to give away freebies, head over to Roy's house. And get some free stuff. We are, we're going to make the lemonade uh, free, and then we'll have like a tip jar Okay. For the kids. Although I'm going to have to monitor it because I told my sister, I mean, uh, if people start giving them a lot of money, I can't just, I don't want to create this thing where the nieces think they can just open up a lemonade stand and get 200 bucks. Then we'll have to donate it or something, you know. Oh, I thought you were going to say you were going to take the money. No, like take no, half no, no, the prof, half the tip jar. No, I mean, because the point of this isn't, it's just an, the point <laughs> is the experience. You're not bending on this experience thing. You don't, <laughs> Roy's like, I don't want I'm the not kid, making any I money, it's fine. The, I don't want the kids to think that they can open up a lemonade stand and now they can go get a PS5. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's, it, right, there's boundaries to this, right? It ain't happening. No, you're right. Yeah, okay. You're right. I, I'm with you. Yeah. Uncle Roy. <laughs> After spending $300 building the lemonade stand with I'm Bradley Trainer And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Own two bare hands. It's what, it's, there's anything that's going to happen when you're with Uncle Roy. You're going to learn a yeah. lesson. I even <laughs> bought a lemon rug to put in front of the lemonade oh stand. I'm gosh. going all out. I'll have to take photos and put it on. I can't wait to see this. <laughs> Q102, Roy, Nat, Freddie Mac. Minus the Natalie Jones. She's in Colorado. Yeah, having a blast. Her friend's getting married or something. Uh, yeah. Let's go ahead and do goodnight, everyone, except it's the part of the show where we tell everyone goodnight except items or people or things. Yeah. I got a thing today. Goodnight to everyone except sneezes. 
that pop up when you're talking. Like while you're having a conversation with somebody. Oh, and then it doesn't come out. Yeah. It doesn't fully just, you know, sneeze. It just kind of hangs out in the back of your throat, neck area, nose. Just teases you. <laughs> it's like you're interrupting right now. Yeah. You tell the person, hey, hold on a second. Uh, false alarm. That is very annoying. And like, Hate it. I feel like I'm so annoying here in the office because whenever I sneeze, it's never just one time. Oh, and you're so, a multiple sneezer? Yeah, so I'll have coworkers like shouting from down the hall, bless you, Roy. And then you'll have the one after the fourth one, they're like, okay. Yeah. You know. After that, you're on your own. After like three, um, that's my <laughs> yeah. that's my max for bless you's. I'm going to say good night to everyone except those who bake their own bread. <laughs> Why? I'm so jealous of your life. <laughs> the fact that you can even think that far in advance. Like, I'll give you, let me tell you why this came up. Sure. I had a friend who was like at 10 o'clock at night getting their dough, I guess, to rise overnight because yeah. they're baking in the morning. Oh, they pr they plan ahead. They plan ahead. Oh, that's right. Because you don't like people who smoke meats either. Because it's a whole process. Um, you gotta, a lot wor lot works in I advance. like, okay, what's now the smoking meats annoys me. <laughs> because I feel like, I've listen, I've had pork that was six hours. Sure. Uh, I've, uh, 16 hours. I've had pork that was just in the crock pot. I can't tell the difference. <laughs> but at least with really good bread, I feel like I could tell the difference. Okay. You know. Sure. Uh... And so good night to everyone except them because of my jealousy. I wish I could make bread and crusty, delicious, warm bread, but I can't do it. You wish you could be I them. I wish I could be them. It, you can't taste the difference. You can't. Fresh bread is, you can taste the freshness. Like mm -hmm. this hasn't been sitting for a long time in plastic at the grocery store. <laughs> I told my I friend, that, I told man. my friend I was upset with them that they were doing this. And you yeah. know what her response was? Sucks to suck. Buy par-baked bread. So you just finish it off in your in your in your oven, so you get the oh. same taste and flavor of fresh bread. But someone else did the majority of the hard work. Not bad. Here's your loophole. Not, not bad. Oh, I gotta try that now yeah. too. Then yeah. okay, well, right. good man. Well, listen, we hope you have a wonderful weekend. There's a lot going on. Uh, Q Clue Monday morning seven forty with Jeff and Jen returns. Tuesday, 11 to 1, I'm going to be at the Skyline in Cleves with Taylor Swift tickets for donations for City Kitty. And tomorrow is Cincinnati Pride. We're going to be uh, yeah. at the festival. We're going to be in the parade and at the festival broadcasting live. So make sure you join us for that. Yeah. Anything else, Freddie? No, just come say hi. We hope to see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. It's the Roy Nat and Freddie Mac Show replay.